Hey everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to an all new You Need a Horror Podcast. I believe this is episode 88 or 89, forgive me, I forgot the number. But it's the first live of the year, first live of the year, and uh, God, it's already March, so time is flying, but uh, we're glad to be here tonight to talk to the audience, have a good show. Uh, Nick, how are you doing tonight? Well, sorry, I apologize about this, people. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's just no, let no. Him, I'm doing. I'm doing. I'm doing something. Just, just, just wait, y'all. Wait. No, hold on. Hi, Brandon okay. Houston. Hi, Mike Mack. Saturn Video. Jaden Christopher. Blu-ray Attic. Baldy Jack. How's everybody doing tonight? This is Christian. Oh, good. I'm happy to finally get to speak to you, Christian. We've never met, not officially, but I feel like I already know you. It's funny how you can see someone's true character when they're alone. Or at least when they think they're alone. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Could you even hear that? Yeah, I heard it. What is that like some kind of app or something? Yeah, Paramount did this thing where it's like, uh, go to this website or whatever and type in your name and your phone number. And motherfucking Ghostface will call you. I put your name in there. Uh, obviously, I don't know if you heard that part. Um, I did. I did. Yeah, because I did it earlier for myself. I was like, oh, this is kind of neat. This is kind of cool. Still waiting for an actual like uh, app that you can literally do the voice changer. Like, I, I want to be able to do the voice changer. I remember back in the day, it was either for Saw 5 or 6 or 4 maybe. There was a thing you could do where you t you talked a message like you said like a you made up like a trap thing like you were jigsaw and you you talked as if you were the person normally and then it would lower the pitch to make it sound like it and you could email it to people. It's very primitive. This was back in 2010, 11 or 12 or something. It might have been a little bit before that, but I used to do Good it all days. the time and just email it to my friends and it would be, I can't repeat them, but they were extremely vile, fucked up things. I would say like the traps would be like ripping people's balls off and you know, you've yes. got a, you've got a, you've got like, like there's a pool of piranha beneath your penis. Like you got a boat. Like I just ridiculous shit. I would say. <laughs> nah, dude, that makes me think of the, uh, the working with jigsaw YouTube videos. Like one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. I still go back and watch that every now and then like motherfucker, Billy, the puppets in the bed. is just like Gary, 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 Gary. <laughs> Have you seen that? Yeah. It's been a long time, but I, 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 I was, I, I remember that. Like it was very popular at a, for a little while. And I remember it. Yeah. Uh, yeah um yeah we're here man we're we're live we're live we're we're coming in uh we're coming in in color in stereo um there's this well indie movie coming out this weekend christian you heard about it you you seen this you, you've been reading the presses um i know you're ready for it god damn it um yeah. <laughs> i've been keeping up with you and every you're scream six all day every day Dude, it's exciting. It's exciting to have uh, what's now become a kind of a landmark horror franchise. It's always really cool to get a new movie. And right. uh, I don't take that for granted, you know, like Halloween, like it's just really cool. And so uh, I'm just kind of soaking it up and, and enjoying the build up to it. And 
yeah, man, I'm, I'm pumped. Cause I mean, you know, you've, we've been doing this long enough, you know, this, this dance of life to know that there's going to be lulls in here, man. There's going to be lulls where not shit comes out right. and we're going to miss going to the theaters to see these types of movies. So I try to, I try to enjoy it while it's here. Oh, I, I hear you. I hear you all the way. I'm excited. Uh, Akeem Patterson. Um, I think he's tied into the Hollywood scene. He works for Disney or something. Yes, he, is. he, he said, um, good guy. I didn't know this. He told me today his uh, grandma was one of the uh, pointer sisters. And I was just blown away by that. Um, he said he saw it already scream six. And he said he, he didn't spoil anything and don't worry guys, I wouldn't dare anyway, but he said he really, really liked it and it was way better than five. So, um, I've yet to see anybody that's it. I've yet to see anybody that's seen it say that five was better, which is kind of blowing my mind because you know, me, y'all know me. Like I'm, I'm a Nev Stan. Like she's my favorite final girl ever. Um, I've at no point boycotted this movie though, because I feel like that's some cornball shit. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I can't believe I'm as pumped as I am, even though she's not going to be in the movie. And, uh, I don't know. Did you see what radio silence said, uh, yesterday or today, uh, when they were asked about Nev doing uh scream seven and they both said, uh, we have our fingers crossed. Like we hope so. Uh, we're good friends with her. Uh, we keep in contact. We, we, we hope that that happens. Uh, and that apparently she saw the movie this past weekend and, uh, she apparently loved it. So she's been plugged into the whole thing. Like sure. I, I, I'm, I would assume she's probably gonna be back. She's gonna be fucking, she can, she's coming back. Well, that begs the question. Um, I'm, I know you said you think it's going to make a lot of money. I'm inclined to agree. Um, I think the hype is there. I think it'll at least match what Scream 5 did. I think people are ready for their first horror movie of the year. Let's be honest. I haven't seen Cocaine Bear yet. God knows I'm excited <laughs> to, but nobody's flocking the theaters to see that. I think most people's first horror film they're going to see in the theaters this year is um, Scream 6. So I, I could see it doing a lot of money, quite frankly. Yeah, yeah. A, a deadline came out today with their projection, and it's actually projected to have the biggest opening of the series, uh, which is awesome. I mean, if you get to a sixth movie, I mean, Christian, you know this. Let's just go down the line, guys. Halloween 6, bombed. Uh -huh. Freddy's Dead, did pretty well, but not near as well as 3 and 4 and 2. Uh, Jason Lives, yeah, like... You get to the sixth movie in a series, uh, Saw 6, the lowest grossing Saw movie still to, to this date. Or no, Spiral beat it. Uh, well, that's not a record you want to have. But you get to six, and most of the time people are like, I'm done. And uh, Scream's about to kind of buck that trend, which is honestly really cool. It's interesting when you look at the history of part sixes, because um, there's some good ones, obviously. Um, I, I'd argue that saw six is one of the better saw films it is yeah um but it's yeah i think people were i think people were obviously burnt out at the time i was at that theater i remember that because i you know i remember we might have talked about this but i remember it was a halloween six yeah and okay. you know it was a halloween tradition my friends we would all go to the theater every year the way people in the 80s did for friday the 13th and by Six, it was me and my brother. <laughs> everybody else checked out. And by and when when uh this the paranormal activity happened, everybody you know, everybody was back to the theaters. Mm -hmm. But by paranormal activity 
three or four again. They they were like, uh, I'm done. Yeah, man. Yeah, that's 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 kind of how it is right Theater. now. Oh, do what now? I was just gonna say that's just that's just kind of uh, Saw Six. As as much as I enjoy Saw Six, and I think it's a really really solid movie. Like I really do. I think it's one of the better Saw movies. Yeah. By the time you get to six, most of the time, it's a it's an instance of people are just done. Whether the movie's good or not, they're just like, I'm done. Like I right. have no interest in it. Which kind of yeah. sucks. Yeah, but I'm excited, man. Um, I I um, I know you were planning on trying to do a a, a show. I think you're doing it on. Correct me if I'm wrong. You're doing something with Lee Friday night instead, right? It's not on your channel anymore. Yeah, I reached out to Lee and I was just like, "Hey, man, uh, had this idea or whatever, and I want to have you on for it." And he was like, "Sure, sounds good." And I was like, "Cool." I reached out to Piz. Piz was like, "Cool." It was going to be me, Piz, Lee, and Christian. It was, you know, that that's uh, that's quite a uh, a foursome. Mm-hmm. And uh, Christian had to work, so. Um, we got uh, our buddy Cody, uh, dude who loves movies. I mean, he was going to be on it anyway, but uh, basically just had Cody and then the three of us to make four people. That's kind of the panel we wanted to have. And Lee followed up again and was like, hey, man, uh, I don't mind to do it on my channel. Like I was going to do a spoiler thing anyway that night or that weekend. Why don't we just combine them? And I was like, yeah, I mean, that's that's cool with me. So it's kind of weird. Like. I don't want Christian to be mad about this, but like this is gonna be the first time that Piz and Lee are together and Christian's not there. No, it's it is what it is. I gotta work um Thursday and Friday night. I'm I'm thinking about just waking up a little early and trying to see it Friday, but if not, I'll see it Saturday. It it just is what it is. Um I think my internet's taking a shit. I apologize, people. Yeah, it is. It's taking a dump. Um, no, no, I'm cool. Everything's cool. It just is what it is. It's work. I'm um I'm sure we'll end up getting piz and and drum dumps that come on the podcast in the future soon. So it's all good. Yeah, we got uh we got something else in the works that uh yes, you are a damn liar. <laughs> um uh, we we've got uh we got something else in the works, guys. That I'm really really excited to talk to you guys about. Uh, really really excited. Um, uh, I I should say, Christian, we should probably just mention this to everybody. The uh, having Lisa Wilcox on here has kind of been put on the back burner for right now. Um, we may address it later in the future. We just don't know. I I'm sorry because we made that you know I made that post and and. That was the plan. I don't know if you guys are familiar with her. She's doing this reality show on TLC right now called MILF Manor. Uh, love MILFs, all about it. Um, but she's doing that, that reality show, so her schedule's gotten a lot crazier. And um, it's just kind of hard. I mean, I've been in contact with her via email, but her schedule is whack right now. Um, and uh, so hopefully one day uh, we can do that, but that's kind of been put on the back burner right now. But I'm not going to say who. But I got a direct line of communication with somebody else that Christian and I just are going to shit a brick when they come on uh, the podcast. Uh, They watched one of our previous episodes where we talked very highly of this person. They watched the episode and were like, reached out and said, I want to come on your podcast. You guys were really nice about me. Thank I God. really dug that. I know. <laughs> it's and, not uh, Don Mancini. Spoiler no, it's, alert. it's not Don Mancini. <laughs> Fuck no. Um, 
and I, I couldn't believe it. I, I was blowing up Christian's phone. I said, wake up, dude, wake up. Like I've got big news, like wake up, wake up. And this motherfucker was sleeping for like four more hours. Sorry. But to his credit, as soon as he woke up, he did call me. I could tell he was still laying in bed oh. and I told him and he was like, oh shit, no way. And I was like, yes way. Uh, so uh, Antoine, if you're listening, thank you so much for hooking me up here. Uh, we're really, really excited about this. As soon as we have a date down, I will let you guys know who it is. Um, <laughs> I will. I would have him on. Uh, is Nightmare Films Jaden? Because I, I that that seems like Jaden. But um, yeah, so uh, really excited. Like I said, guys, when we have that nailed down, a date, you'll know who it is. A couple people DM'd me and they guessed who it was, uh, but they're sworn to secrecy. So yeah, it's a hobgoblin. <laughs> No, um, trying to think of what else we got going on, man. Uh, obviously, we got the chat with us today. If you guys have any th place you want to take the sh direction of the show tonight, by all. But we're. Uh... Christian's Internet, guys, it is pooping everywhere right now. I'm going to be taking my computer into the living room. So stick with me, guys. This uh, wow. Ethernet cable is taking a crap on me. And we're live. So I'm about to be on the move. All right. Well, Hold I'll keep down, it Nick. going, guys. Uh, so, yeah. No, that that's really exciting. Uh, no, Rudy. Rudy, I see you in the chat. Rudy knows who it is, guys. Uh, I don't know if I should give you any hints at all. Yeah, I'll give you a hint. All right. I'm going to give you guys a hint about who it is. And uh, if you guess it in the chat, I'm not going to confirm or deny it. So I'm just going to give you a hint about who it is, and you can just take it. I tweeted that the hint was 1987. And very recently, we did a movie where this person is the star in it. We did a movie on this podcast. And uh, that's all I'm saying. So if you guess it, uh, I'm not telling you yes or no. But uh, I'm really, really excited, guys. It's really cool. It's been a really cool feeling to have somebody in the industry that Christian and I both very much appreciate and enjoy reach out directly and say, hey, I want to come on here. And that's awesome. Like, that's that's super awesome. Um, I don't know, rock music forever. I, I can't say. But, um, yeah, really, really excited, guys. Uh, and Christian's back. Seems so, to be doing okay. Uh, as soon as I got up, it started acting perfectly fine. So we'll see. Okay. Uh, um, I gave them a hint. I gave them a hint about who it is, and uh, the chat's going a little wild right now. But I didn't I tell mean, them who. I so. know it's pretty obvious who it would be. Um, if it's fucking Ashley Lawrence, guys, it's fucking Ashley Lawrence. Yes, I did. I I, I don't want to like. I, who look, else would I, it have been? You know. Yeah, it's Ashley Lawrence. It's Ashley Lawrence. Uh, one of our viewers, Antoine. Uh, he's he's been a loyal listener of the show he reached out to me said he knew her personally and he showed her the episode and she thought really highly of what we had to say about her and she was like get me in touch with them i want to come on their podcast which is crazy because when we did hellbound christian and i said on that episode man i'd love to have her on here but it never happened like it would never happen and then that she, ashley was like really bet so I, I, I'm telling you guys who it is, but I cannot say when. We don't know when it's going to happen. It's going to be soon. But yeah, Ashley Lawrence is coming on here. Um, People were talking about the Mike Flanagan nightmare thing. Like it's something new, but wasn't that old news? Not to like kind of be the bearer. 
bearer of bad news, so to speak. But everybody's, oh, Christian, did you hear about uh, Mike Flanagan? What's doing at my I'm like, that's old news, though, right? Unless something else happened. No, it is old news. I think it got brought up again because I believe it was bloody disgusting a few days ago. Made a tweet that kind of went semi-viral about how it's been 13 in this in April. It'll be 13 years since a Nightmare on Elm Street had a knee. And uh, that got people talking again about what could have been. So everybody was like, oh, you remember that pitch that Mike Flanagan had? And, you know, the Internet started to get, you know, a buzz about that again. And it's like, yeah, we, we've talked about that before. Christian and I already said I would be so, so in like so you wouldn't even need to. I don't care if Robert's back. I don't I don't give a shit. Like, I don't care if it's a direct sequel to Freddy's Dead. If you said Mike Flanagan's directing a new nightmare movie, I'd It'd be, be like, awesome. I'm in. I'm yeah. in. Yeah. Um, Nick, you mentioned a few months ago that Robert Englund was likely to come back for a new nightmare movie. Is that still happening? Asks what? Brooklyn. Why? Uh, Christian, your internet there are people. Is, your your internet pooped a little bit there. I said, just hold it down. I'm I'm just gonna be safe and move into the living room by my okay. router. Uh, just hold it down, Nick. All right. So, Brooke, um, last time I talked to Brad from Bloody Disgusting, uh, he was non-committal on that, but he did say that that is the last thing he had heard. And uh, then obviously right around, I think it was October or November, like right around the Halloween ends hype. And when you got like your first trailer for screen six and stuff like that, people, well, I don't even think we had the first trailer yet, but that hype train legacy sequel hype train was going. And uh, that's when Heather Langenkamp gave an interview and was like, I'd love to come back and, you know, revisit a nightmare on Elm street. Uh, so the last thing I'd heard is that that is what they wanted. They wanted to go the requel route. Now, whether or not that happens, I, I I can't say. I mean, I'm not like plugged into that, but that's what apparently that's what the Craven Estate wants to do, um, for better or worse. I mean, I know a lot of you guys, you know, Freddie fans. I mean, y'all know Freddie's not my number one. I know he's I know he's a lot of you guys listening's number one, and uh, I know a lot of you guys are really protective of Robert, and and rightfully so. I mean, how would you guys feel? Like if they go the requel route, is that is that what you want? Like, do you want Robert and Heather to come back? Because if they do that, they're going to have to erase Nightmare 3 from canon. And I know that that would be a touchy subject for a lot of people. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I want to know your guys' thoughts on that. Me personally, I just feel like it makes too much sense. Um, Money-wise, I guess. I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with that. Like, is it necessarily like the first thing I would do? No, no. I mean, believe it or not, I'd make a sequel to 2010, a loose sequel, just in the sense of like, bring Jackie O'Haley back, give him a better script and uh, less CGI and see what he can do with that. Um, but I just think it makes too much sense. I think they're going to go the requel, requel route. I, I just, and I'd be cool that, I mean, I like Heather. I like Robert, obviously like Nightmare, not as much as Christian, of course. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'd be cool with it. But what say you, the chat? Ah, Mark says he'd rather have Lisa Wilcox. You know, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to that. I wouldn't be opposed to that. Is she a lot of your guys' favorite final girl in the series? Because I know a lot of people are not huge fans of Heather. Uh, <laughs> although I will say Heather definitely got better as the movies went on. Uh, particularly New Nightmare. I think she was really good in New Nightmare. I give her credit there. Um, but, uh, oh, Jaden, hell no. Who's everybody's favorite final girl chat right now in the chat. You guys tell us who your favorite final girl is in the nightmare on Elm street series. I want to know. I want to know Lisa Wilcox from Jamie. All right. Heather, Jaden, 
Okay. Okay. All right. All right. No, Bobby, it did. It did. The dream sequences were sequences were really, really solid. I actually liked the aesthetic of that movie quite a bit. Um, though there's Lupe, there's a lot of people that are not fans of Heather. I, I mean, I've found it watching reviews and listening to podcasts talking about the nightmare movies, and people just dump on her for her performance in the original. Like, just dump on her. I don't think she's bad. I just think she she's not particularly good. She's just kind of there. By the time you get to three, I think she's solid. And then in New Nightmare, I think she's actually really good. I think she, like, shows she can act in New Nightmare. Christian's back. Thank God. <laughs> Talking Nightmare while I'm gone. They were going to um, leave. They were going to – yeah, I, I mean, I was asking everybody who their favorite final girl is in the Nightmare series. I mean, who's yours? Mark I, I, Okay, okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew you weren't going to have a vanilla answer like Nancy. Like, I knew that was not going to be your answer. It's Mark Patton, dude. Um. After that, I would say Alice for sure. But uh, it, no, I'm I'm joking, but I'm not. Like Mark Patton is without a shadow of a doubt my favorite final girl from the series. Mm. Which I, okay, she's not a girl. I know, I know. But yeah, but you're using the trope, so we get it. We get it. She's the best. He's the best. Excuse me. Um, but talking about Elm Street, um, I've come around to the idea of this. Um, it's not really a secret. Most people have talked about this being a thing. I'm open to the idea of this. Um, I got this new conditioner. My hair looks really good today, guys. Um, this idea of uh, this Robert England Elm Street where I don't know if he would be green screened or if they would just put some kind of they use some kind of technology to make him look like Freddy without being Freddy. I mean, without having makeup on. You know, we've talked about this a lot, and the truth is just like he's not exactly like having to be Bruce Lee in these movies. Why would it be a big deal anyway? Like in terms of what he would have to do performance wise, like wh what would he be? What has he done in the in the previous movies that would be so task tasking on him? I, I guess the hours that he was working, but besides that, you know. Yeah, but if they bring him back for a requel, dude, that paycheck's gonna be fat. <laughs> He'd probably do. Just about anything. That payday alone would be all he'd need for the rest of his life. So, you know, he he was on a pod, one of these podcasts I like called Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, and um, he was t doing the interview over the internet from his house, and in his like like office room, it's insane. If you look behind him, you can see like some of the molds from the set of like the first or second movie, and he has the coveted pinball machine in the uh, corner of his, and I've. I've always wanted that pinball machine. If people don't know what I'm talking about, it, it was, I think it was Gottlieb made it in 94. And if you look it up, it is insane on the inside because they've got like everything from the Nightmare on Elm Street series is in this pinball machine. And there's like this little Freddy mouth. If you, if you get the ball in the mouth, it spits it back out. And you get all kinds of points and the artwork's so cool on it. I almost bought the marquee, which is the front face plate thing you could that goes on it that you can just get by itself and i was gonna hang it on the wall in the horror room but it was pretty expensive so if you want one of those things in working condition we're talking like three or four thousand dollars there those pinball machines are very very expensive christian you got a lot of rabid fans i'm sure someone will send you one i'm sure <laughs> yeah that'd be the day they send you shit they don't send me anything but uh, rudy, yeah. rudy shout out rudy um but yeah no nah, dude it's uh, oh and uh christian i think we should talk about this I think we should. I saw something similar in the, the chat. Christian informed me that next week's You Need a Horror Podcast episode is going to be Leprechaun related. Is yeah. that correct? Yeah. I um, I don't know how many you – we. 
I, I don't know if I'm on in the hood. That's where I'm at now. Oh, Jesus. It's funny because I don't know. It's I don't know. I was thinking about it and it seems like we typically just talk about this with the audience like they're a part of the decision making, I guess. But I was wondering, should we just watch one and talk about the movies and didn't and just end up talking about life like we usually do or just talk about the series kind of like we used to do where we would start with one boom, 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 give our thoughts and like kind of rate it, if you I will. I think we should go movie by movie, you know, give little mini reviews of it. What we liked, what we didn't like, because dude, I haven't, I, I told Christian the last Leprechaun movie I'd seen was four. I didn't watch anything after four. I was just like, I don't need this shit. And uh, that was my teenage self because going back and watching these movies, I, I made that post on Instagram and people were like messaging me, dude. And they were like, uh, they were like, dude, um, Oh, that's a shame, man. I'm I'm sorry. Like, cause three's fun. Like three's, I was like, guys, I would, I wasn't saying I didn't like it. I was just like, ah, oh, Christian, cause I know it's about to get shitty. Yeah. Like, I know oh, so, it's coming. So people thought you were saying three was bad or something. Yeah. I figured you were joking. That's, no, yeah. no, I had fun. I had fun with three. Like I remember when I was younger, I had enough fun with the first four movies, but then I saw where they went and I'm like, okay, this just seems like we're getting into territory where it's not even going to be remotely scary. And now as an adult, I'm like, that's fun though. That's kind of cool. So like, I'm excited for that, but yeah, no, three was fun. The The only complaint, uh, man, I, I don't know. I'm not going to say it. I texted Christian this, but uh, the lead girl in three, she needed to lose a, <laughs> she, she, <laughs> yeah yeah she uh she was quite attractive uh, i was definitely a fan it's um, yeah you know it's crazy thinking about i i want to say the first movie was shot in like 90 or 91 but it didn't come out till 93 and it's so bizarre watching back and seeing jennifer in that that first movie um that that's the most like you know because there's a lot of actors that start out in horror and they break through um there's a slasher movie it's either called he knows you're alone or something, but Tom Hanks is in it and he was so yeah. good in the movie. The producers said, no, 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 don't kill him. He's, we don't want to kill him in the movie because he, he just acted. He was so charming. He had that Tom Hanks, it, you know, way about him. And then he went on to be a big movie, but that was a really minor thing. Leprechaun is, it's not an A series, but I would say it's a B maybe at a C at the lowest. You know, when you look at the pantheon of he's not he's not in the same row of Michael and Freddie, but, you know, he might be the row back or maybe one. No, row he, he's, he, yeah, he's like he's a couple rows back, because I would say after that, you have like Saul and Chucky and Ghostface. And then it's probably like I'm just talking based off of popularity, guys, right. not where I would rank them. And then you'd probably have like Pinhead and people, you know. People like that, and then you'd probably get to Leprechaun because the, the most successful Leprechaun movie made $8 million. Now, it was on a $1 million budget, so they made quite a healthy profit, but and only two of the movies went to theaters. Like, yeah. So it's just not very popular. So maybe that episode a ton of people won't watch. We don't really give a shit because it's St. Patrick's Day week. It, it's it's Well, we've never I mean, done an episode on, on it St. either. Patrick's Day, right? That's the plan, sure. And we've never we've never done a Leprechaun episode before. And honestly, like they're f it's fun to watch. I I typically will watch one a year, and I've 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 always like been like, oh, dude, four is a masterpiece. It's not. Now <laughs> it's pretty bad, but it's funny when you watch it with friends. But like, dude, when the Leprechaun was coming out of that dude's dick, <laughs> I was like, what is happening? I was honestly kind of mad because I was like, this chick was literally about to, you know, like we we're about to see some stuff and the leprechaun had to, you know, ruin the party. 
but no, I, I literally kept thinking about that. I was awesome watching. I was like, Christian literally made a note on Instagram. <laughs> Colin Four is a masterpiece. I know. And I was hoping you would say, um, somebody brought something up. Um, where does Candyman rank for you, B or C? I would say B. I'd say B as well. I, I think that the first movie is a classic, probably my favorite 90s horror film. Like, seriously. And I think. I think the re the 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 requel. Uh, I really enjoyed that movie. Um, Farewell to the Flesh is a fun B slasher movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and Day of the Dead is awful, like just truly awful. But uh, I mean, two of them I'd say are great movies, and and one of them is pretty good. So yeah, and and not just that, it's fucking Tony Todd, dude. Like it's Tony Todd. I I was thinking about that earlier. I was. I was um well the reason people are giving us shit because we didn't put Candyman in I I just don't think there's for 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 me for a, for a character to be in the A the A zone they've got to go the distance it's you, not it's just po- it's popularity too it's all, like social media box office like guys yeah. I mean Candyman 2021 did what like 70 million or so worldwide Scream 6 is about to make 50 plus opening weekend worldwide just in the opening weekend that's all i'm saying i'm not saying that i don't think he's on par with them i just mean he's not as popular in the zeitgeist he's just not right well and i i i think that he doesn't candy man never had that it never went the distance in terms of just like success after success the way michael freddie and jason and even leatherface to a certain extent did you know the second movie granted it came out way too late Really, the first movie came out too late. If you think about it, if Candyman, if Candyman would have came out three or four years beforehand, then you had a couple sequels under it. They probably would have been pretty popular. Um, but I don't know. I I still would put him in the second row because he doesn't have enough movies to have proven it could have been a really really successful franchise. To me, that's I, what makes it an A character is somebody that can go the distance. Box office wise. I got to say, I think that part of the criteria also, like someone mentioned the Mount Rushmore. That's kind of what I think of. Like there's probably only four or five that are in the A. Like there's only a few spots there. And I feel like part of the criteria for that, in my opinion, is you needed to like rule a decade. Like and Jason ruled the first half of the 80s and Freddie ruled from 84 to 91. Mm -hmm. Um, Michael ruled in this decade the the 2010s uh like from 2018 to where we are now like there had to be a decade or five six seven year span where you were just pumping out movies that were just bona fide hits right i think that's how you get into the a yeah that's that's what i think too but what i wanted to talk about was kind of like looking back about movies some of the requels that have come out in the last five or six years and looking back at some of them that how I, how, if my mind has changed on them or just movies that have not even requels, really just some of the movies that have come out in the last five or six years. And if my mind has changed on them, um, one of the ones I ended up really liking was get out. I, I don't want to even say that I didn't like it the first time. I think part of it was just like, Oh, Everybody's saying this is oh, so yeah. good. Yeah. Everybody's saying this is so good. Mm-hmm. And I like Jordan a lot. I, I I loved Key and Peele so much. I watched that all the time on, on Comedy Central when it was coming out. And so when people were just like, oh, this is the best thing since sliced bread, I probably watched the movie with my arms folded a little bit. And then I, I said I liked Us a lot more at the time. 
but I, I really don't think it's that close anymore. I think Get Out is what what I what I worry about is that Get Out will be his best film, <laughs> and he he will be chasing it ever since. I I think we're already there, honestly. I really do. And I and I I first I love Get Out. Probably one of my favorite horror movies of the 2010s. I think it's a, a really good movie. Um, it's a great movie. But I was let down by us. Nope was a step up from us, but I still wouldn't put it in the pantheon, you know, the, the tier of get out. I'm wondering if he did peak with his first one and he's, yeah, he's going to be chasing that, that, that dragon. Uh, I mean, a lot of people say that about Carpenter, technically assault on precinct 13 was his first one, but his first commercial one ended up being commercial at least was Halloween. And a lot of people would say a lot of Halloween fans would say he was chasing that forever. I disagree because I think he at worst replicated it with the thing. Um, although they didn't get the attention at the time that Halloween did, I would say the thing is just as good, if not better of a film. I think you oh, could yeah. make that argument. Um, but yeah, that happens with directors sometimes, man it really does. What, what, let me ask everybody this question. I've talked to a number of people. I think my wife had a different opinion. I, what the fuck was, and look, I'm, Nope has been out now for well over a year and it's been on physical media. So I'm about to talk about the ending. If you know, we have a hundred and plus people in here. So I just want to be frank and say, I'm going to talk about the ending of this movie. So I, I, I just warning you, I'm warning you. What the fuck was the thing at the end? I have a friend that says the whole movie is a metaphor. The whole movie, the, the, the thing at the end, it's a, it's a, it's a movie screen. Yes. Yeah, so has it, that it, been it, confirmed by Peel? Have yeah, he talked about that? It's symbolic. Like it's supposed to basically be a play on how Hollywood, like just Californication, like Hollywood, how, how films in the industry can take something people or something so pure and suck it dry of, of, of everything. I mean, I know I'm missing some of the layers here, guys. Somebody in the chat, like, expand more on it. But that was the idea. The idea was for it to mirror a film screen and for it to kind of be a commentary on Hollywood as an industry as a whole, uh, which is a really interesting take because he's he's he is Hollywood. Like, I mean, right. you know, so yeah. he's kind of shitting on his own industry. But that's, I think, what makes a director that uh, he has something to say. Uh, and I, and I dig that. I really dig that. So yeah, but that's what it was supposed to be. My, my thing with, my thing with Nope is a few things. I think my favorite parts about the movie really had nothing to do with the movie. For instance, like that crazy monkey, I would watch a whole movie about that. Oh yeah. And honestly, the scariest scene in the movie to me was when the main guy was like looking around like his barn or whatever, and you saw yes, those aliens dude, for a second, dude, that shit freaked me out in the theater. I was like, dude, we're like a half hour into this movie. This is already going to happen. Like, this is awesome. And then I was like, wait, what? I was pissed. I was kind of pissed. I was pissed I was like, too. I was like, that was so good. Like, Oh yeah. Cause at the, at the time I was like, I'll give him credit for swerving me, but it's, it's one, th it's almost like, it's almost like when Aerosmith starts playing dream on at, at the concert and then they just stop. And like, no, we're going to play a B-side from Toys in the Attic. And the crowd just is like, oh, fuck. <laughs> you know, that's the way it felt now. So I, 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 I haven't had the desire to go back and really honestly rewatch Nope, to be honest with you. 
I, I never I bought would. it. I don't want to buy it really. I don't think it's a bad movie, but I, dude, I just don't really want to. I don't care to watch that one again that that much, to be honest with you. I haven't had the desire to go back and watch it either, but it wasn't because I didn't like it. It was just like it. I just don't feel like it has a ton of rewatch value. No. Uh, and that's not to put it down because I think it's it's super well acted, well shot. Like the sound design is great. Like there's some really good shit in that movie. But it's like one of those movies that you watch and you're like, all right, cool. Like I, you know, I, all right. Like if you make a sequel, maybe I'll go back and watch the first one um, yeah. again. But I, you know, yeah, it was <laughs> it was it was solid. Um, have I don't know if you've seen it, Nick. It's 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 out digitally, but I saw the whale, and to no surprise, it was fucking incredible it's i i don't know if i've seen other darren aronofsky films i think i have i just didn't realize he was the director of it but yeah to no surprise brendan frazier was fantastic in the whale i can't imagine anybody's gonna say they're not gonna be in love with that movie i have not seen it but i also have not seen and here we go here we go people in the chat are gonna get mad i still have not seen everything everywhere all at once which was all the rage last year so i like it Somebody actually sent me a digital code for it. Um, I still need to get around to watching it because I've yet to hear one person say they didn't at least mildly like it. Like it's it's wild. Yeah, that's what I've heard. You know, I've heard yeah. stuff about like butt plugs and penises and and hot dog fingers and stuff. So like, I'm sure there's stuff I'll like, but yeah. Um, what did I just say, Christian? Are you getting Megan unrated version? I don't know. Like, it's it's on Peacock and. I'm still, I'm still not there with this movie, guys. Like, I just, I, I, I'm ready to move on from Megan. Um, I just don't see, I don't see what people are saying. Um, I, I can't believe James Wan produced this. To be honest with you, I, I, I don't know. I, I've, I've, I'm, I, <laughs> I'm just, I'm passing on Megan, guys. Uh, Nick, I, you should still see it. Still it's on Peacock it. and everything. I'm, the no, unrated I'm version to. is too. I'm going to. Yeah, it's the unrated yeah, version. Yeah, but I heard there. what the differences in the unrated version are, and it's like seriously, like like seriously, like that's the differences. Yeah, there's I'm sure like minute. four seconds of extended gore, and then like six or seven f bombs, and that's what made it unrated. Yeah. I was like, you gotta be shitting me. Um, Kevin, I did think it was fine, but it's it's just I'm I'm done. Like I'm moving on. Like I I'm not gonna buy it or anything. I don't, you know. It's just I saw it and then I'm 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 good. So, yeah, man. I mean, like, what happened to the days where unrated actually meant something? Like Dream Child. Like, watch that unrated footage, guys. It's fucking gross. Like, it's gross. Like, Dan's kill so much better, and Greta's kill literally being fed her own intestines. Like, yeah, it's alluded to in the theatrical cut, but the MPAA would not allow you to really see it happen. No, that uncut footage, boy, you see it. Like, that's the kind of shit that makes an unrated cut. Like, yeah. this kind and of I, stuff. I really I really appreciate it when they don't milk the viewers or milk the fans. Like, when you get, like, Evil Dead came out, the three make, they, they released that on blu-ray and then like a number of years later then they release it uncut i'm just like why didn't they just release it uncut to begin with you know like rob rob was always pretty good about doing that here we go rob zombie <laughs> but like he was really good about just like when his movies were coming out boom unrated cuts so it's like 
I, I, I wonder. I wonder how, why directors don't push for that more sometimes. I mean, granted, Megan did it good. They just here's the unrated version of the movie. Well, Rob does that with every movie. Like Rob intentionally, he films everything. Like he, he, everything he wants to film, he films because his basically his frame of mind is it'll make the unrated. So I don't care if it makes it in the theater. And Rob knows that his fans are going to go out and buy the unrated, and he's right; <laughs> they will. So yeah, um, this is is there talk is there talks already about Scream Six if there's going to be because. Again, I mean, without spoiling anything, I can't because I don't know. But um, Akeem said it was really bloody and, and intense. I wonder if there's possibly a, a chance of that having an unrated cut down the, down the road, or is if in 2023, rated R is really not. It's really not that hard to get it's, anymore. It's not even just that scream. I think can get away with that because they don't have a lot of other stuff. You don't see a lot of drug use, or you don't see any nudity. In any of the screen movies, they don't push the envelope. So the only thing that the MPAA looks at is really the gore. And I mean, screen movies, when most of your kills are with a buck knife, it's just nowhere near as gory as, as some of these other ones. And that's fine. I mean, it would it would be unrealistic if you were beheading people with a buck knife. You know, like it just doesn't make sense. But um, I don't really know if they had to ever skirt anything with these movies, honestly, because it's like, well, we're not showing boobies. We don't have a bunch of kids getting high. So like it's really just blood. So I would I don't think so. I mean five didn't have an unrated. No, it didn't. Yeah. So no, probably not. I would assume everything they wanted in the movie is probably there. Yeah. Y'all get out of here. Sorry, my dogs are right here drinking water. Um see what the chat is saying. We'll get the chat involved. Um, let's see. No, Infinity Pool, I've got to see. That's a Darren Aronofsky film. People say that movie's really, really, really bleak. Um, Infinity Pool, that's Brandon Cronenberg. Okay, no, no, I'm thinking of Requiem for a Dream. I don't yeah. know how I got those confused. That's Darren Aronofsky. Yeah. Infinity Pool, I want to see. That has a uh, goth in it, right? Uh-huh. Um, I haven't seen it yet. Is it on streaming yet on any service? No, I think it... It was VOD, right? It it may be soon because nowadays it seems like these these movies are going to VOD pretty damn quick. But um, it might have just still been in the theaters. Um, Ash versus Dead animated series. Oh, don't care. (laughs) Uh, yeah, yeah. I really would not want to see that. Um. Oh, PlayStation. The PlayStation Store just put up uh, Evil Dead: The Game, which I know you're probably long past that. But I was going to start I, trying dude, to. Dude, I, I maxed out all the playable characters. <laughs> I maxed them all out. I was like, I have no, I I can't do anything anymore in this game. Like, so yeah. Now, do they do they have actual characters from the movie like licensed, or do they just get lookalikes or something? No, or? no. Yes, they uh, they've got. Bruce Campbell does the voice. Uh, the dude who played Pablo in the show, he does the voice. The girl who played Kelly, she does the voice. Uh, yeah, no, every character from a previous movie or Ash versus Evil Dead, it is that character. And most of them voice that character. So, yeah, it's actually pretty cool. Uh, what's up, Dead Pit? Uh, what's up, boys? Y'all excited for another Poltergeist, Poltergeist remake? Uh, I am. Are they making another Poltergeist? Oh, you son of a bitch. He said, just kidding. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, he's saying just kidding about being excited for it because Amazon, I guess. Oh, they are making one. But they did, They said that Polter, bringing back Poltergeist is like at the top of their list. 
They didn't oh. say how, they didn't say when, they didn't say why, but they did say it's at the top of their list of things they want to get done now that they've acquired MGM. Uh, honestly, the way I look at it is nothing's ever going to touch that first movie. That first movie is one of the scariest movies from my childhood. I fucking love that movie. That remake sucked donkey dick might be my worst um, remake ever yeah but having said that i mean you can't do any worse than that remake i don't think so like i don't know maybe we go the requel route with poltergeist too i don't know but yeah I'm, i would not say i'm looking forward to them touching poltergeist no uh somebody just said we just lost tom sizemore wow yeah a couple days ago <clears throat> oh he had a hell of a career heat saving private ryan Black Hawk Down, Natural Born Killers. Have you seen Natural Born Killers? Remember that movie? Yeah. With um, what's that broad's name in the movie? It's uh Woody Harrelson and and what's the girl's name? Uh, someone in the chat's gonna say it in like two seconds. Who is Juliet, it, guys? Juliet Lewis. That's oh, a good okay. movie. Yeah. Yeah, I always forget that. Uh, I always think that that's a uh, Quentin Tarantino movie, but he he didn't direct it. He just wrote it. Yeah, Mark, it pro I think it would be because Heather O'Rourke is gone. But um, I was just putting it out there like, you know, uh, any of the avenues they could feasibly go down. Um, I don't I don't know. I really don't know. I don't want him to touch it. But at the same time, I'm excited for The Exorcist this year. <laughs> and some people think I'm fucking crazy for being excited for it. Well, there's this – you don't know where it's going because it's clear that David Gordon Green – doesn't have a map. <laughs> he just throws shit at the wall. I, so, I, you know, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know about that. I, I do think that that narrative got pushed by a lot of people because they were unhappy with where certain things went and maybe certain ideas weren't super fleshed out, but regardless, it's, you know, it, the Halloween series aside, like we don't, we don't know what they may or may not have mapped out for the exorcist and, and where this story is even going to really go. But, um, it was a really big acquisition. It was like a five, four or $500 million purchase for mm. a new trilogy. So like they've got to have some kind of faith in it. And, you know, some of the things that Christian and I have been made aware of, uh, that aren't public yet, but will be tell you why they might have some optimism like that this could be a big hit and i do think it will be a big hit i, I really do um also dude we got to think like as much as you and i aren't crazy about Halloween 2018 most people were which is weird because like that movie did super well critically with the fans and commercially like so there's reason to believe that this first exorcist sequel is gonna do the same thing I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if David Gordon Green does it with this first sequel, too. Yeah, I mean, I just, I fall into the narrative as, as I think he doesn't have a, oh, I say he doesn't have a plan. It's just, I don't know what the hell it's going to be. It's just like, it's like, I don't, I, I can't expect anything. Like, like where secretive nature. I like you, it, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I and I like it. I do. I, I like, I don't want to know shit until I see a trailer. And even when I see the trailer, don't show me too much. Like, yeah. I just, yeah, I know, right? Well, Christian said he likes when the camera's far away, Garrett, so you can see my posters more. Mm -hmm. um, I miss the yeah. screen posters. I wish you'd put those screen posters back up. <laughs> uh, I think they're going to go back up when I do my Scream 6 review and the Scream stream uh, this weekend. I think I'm going to put some screen posters up. <laughs> I don't think, uh, not, not a lot of people have a lot of faith in David Gordon Green. 
uh, with uh, The Exorcist. I'm excited just fun, in the man. sense of like, oh my god, I can't wait to see what they're gonna do. I and that's that's fine. I mean, I really do think he's gonna do a good job. I mean, David's a really good director. Like, I mean, say like say what you will about. Uh, one thing is that that new Halloween trilogy. There's a movie in that trilogy, at least one movie that most people would that they like. Like I fucking love ends. A lot of people love 2018. A lot of people love kills. Well, he directed all three. So if you like any one of those three movies, he's made a movie you like. Uh, also, Pineapple Express is awesome. It's like one of my favorite comedies ever. That, that is a great kicks, movie. It kicks ass. Like, yeah, he's a good director. He is like, I, I don't doubt not that. Really about, it's not yeah. about David. It's, it's about the writing and it's about just the story in general. Like, what is this story going to be? Like, where are we going with the exorcist from here? Uh, can't be worse than fucking Dominion and whatever that shit was. I don't even exorcist the beginning Dominion, whichever one, neither one of them were very good. Yeah. It's like, it's a weird situation because when, when you have a franchise where the highs are undeniably high, there's two routes you can go. You just keep constantly making them. So where it's just like a, Oh, well, maybe this next one will be good. And if not, whatever, kind of like Halloween or Hellraiser. But when you don't have a whole lot, most people have only seen the first Hellraiser, I would argue. I, I, I would argue missing, most people. are missing out on the best one. Uh, oh, I agree. Exorcist 3. Uh, but oh, I was talking about Hellraiser, but. Oh, I, yeah. You, you said you said Hellraiser. Did I'm you mean sorry. To say the Exorcist? I meant to say The Exorcist. Oh. I, would, I would argue most well, people. Well, that's because the heretic sucked. And everybody hated the heretic. I know. Like. It's I know, but it, it, but I'm saying today because most people were were swimming in their weren't even swimming in their daddy's nuts yet that are watching the show probably, including us. Oh yeah. So like it just it fell by the wayside. So it's just like when people think of The Exorcist, they think of that amazing first movie. So they they're gonna people are gonna even though people don't know what to expect like me, they're they they do expect quality, and so it's gonna people are gonna be fucking mad if this thing is not good. I could tell you that much right now. They're going to be fucking you, pissed off. I'll tell you guys, I've said this before on the show, and Christian and I heard it backstage, I guess you'd say, with Sean Clark. And Sean said, from what Christopher Nelson has shown him and told him, he has confidence in it. And y'all know Sean Clark. If you know him at all, you know that he's a straight shooter. Like, he, he'll, he'll tell you. Like, he, he will tell you. He, Sean's curse is that he, he'll overshare sometimes. Like, he will. And... He doesn't like something. He'll tell you, no, that was dog shit. And he has seen some of the props that Chris made up and he's kind of got, and he's like, I, I think it's going to be good. See, so, that's a good sign that there's props. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're yeah. actually, you know, maybe there's some, mon maybe they'll go Amityville like this and they'll put like little monsters and shit in a movie. See, there's, see, that's another one that I, I'm ready for another good one. Like, Damn it, man! Let's 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 put some respect back on it. You know, there's that new Children of the Corn movie that people say is so bad. It's 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 it needs to be done. I mean, that series seriously needs stick to stick a fork in the corn. It's just done. It's it's <laughs> done, man. Like, I don't even think Stephen King wants his name associated with those movies anymore because they're just most of them i don't think he is associated with those movies <laughs> no but you know they put on the posters from the mind of stephen king like i'd fucking sue if i were him i'd be like no it's not this didn't even come out of, well, who was that quote that didn't even this didn't even come out of my ass like oh it was clive barker uh when they they put his uh 
They put uh, on Revelations. Yes, on the Revelations poster, they said from the mind of Clive Barker. And he literally like made a tweet about it years ago and was like, this didn't even come from my like asshole or something. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Oh, man. Oh, shit. Yeah, people were saying, I think Justin, Movie Watch Daily, saw it. And he was like, dude, I think this is the worst movie I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never, I'll, I'll never see it now. Cause I know it's going to be a torturous experience. I'll never oh, watch dude. it. It's, it's probably, it's sad when like Jeepers Creepers Reborn would probably be considered, you know, a masterpiece <laughs> can, compared to children of the corn, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, But Reborn was so bad. It was kind of fun. So like, whatever. That's the way I feel about it. Yeah. It ain't winning awards, but it was so schlocky and dumb that I, I had a mildly good time. Um, where else yeah. you want to go tonight, Nick? We're talking about well before we get off the Exorcist topic, really quick. I, I do just want to say because a lot of people are talking about it in the chat. Sure, go ahead. I just think personally, most general audiences, because we live in a bubble as like hardcore or <laughs> whatever you'd want to call people like us and like Bubble you Boy. Guys watching Remember that movie? Remember Bubble, Bubble Boy? Boy? Yeah, of course, James <laughs> Ellenhall. I love that. Yeah, movie. um, like no matter no matter what you think like we i know most of us really appreciate the exorcist 3 but mainstream audiences the only exorcist movie they care about is the original it's the only one Agreed. so i think most mainstream audiences are going to say this new movie is going to be the second best of the series the walk critics it's probably going to do well with critics cuz they're going to be like well, it's the second best one this year i would probably disagree because i think the exorcist 3 is criminally underrated but still like it's not it's not a high like the bar has been set very low right for the exercise now hold on did you say that these were you said peacock bought them right yeah. now does that mean they're gonna just do streaming or is there a possible i mean do we not no, know this yet? is going to theaters it's going to theater which which blew my mind because i was like this was a peacock thing so i'm thinking they're going to do what they did with kills and ends i think they're going to do both they're put it out in theaters and have a day and date which is dumb as fuck or it's going to be exclusive rights to where it's going to go in theaters and then after a few weeks it'll go on peacock so let me ask you this it's a trilogy yes it's going to do exactly box office what halloween did well we we don't we don't know i don't know if like i don't know if I know that they have not started filming two or three yet or whatever you'd call them, but I guess three and four, cause this is a sequel to the first one. But I, and I don't know if David Gordon Green's doing all three. I, I, all I know is that he did the first one. It was initially pitched as a trilogy that, well, Peacock bought a trilogy. I don't even know if David Gordon Green pitched a trilogy. He probably did. Uh, cause it seems like David Gordon Green's just going to live in horror now. Right. Uh, which is fine. Which I, I, it could be one of those things where if the first one doesn't do a, do what they want it to, they could pull the plug, man. But the thing is, it will. It's gonna yeah, make a no, lot of it, money. It yeah, I would uh, honestly, if it doesn't go to Peacock, if it doesn't go to Peacock, like day and date, I'm saying it right now. This new Exorcist movie will do close to what Halloween 2018 did, over 200 million dollars. Oh, I'm saying it right now. It. I think it'll and, beat and it. it could very well beat it. And people are like, oh, I don't know. No, this is the exorcist. The exorcist. Is, it's this one is of the, the most ex- revered yeah. horror films of all time. It'd be and, a monster. Uh, take a look at the conjuring movies, especially a lot of like Christians that don't normally see horror movies. They go to movies like this because it tests their faith. 
Like it's, I'm serious. I'm <laughs> dead know. fucking serious. So like, yes, this, I'm, this movie's going to be huge. If it's not day and date, I, it's going to be huge. Uh, Campfire Haven, $10 super chat. Thank you very much. The best way to end the night is with some, you need a great stream guys. Totally stoked for the, for evil dead rise. What do you think of the idea of the evil dead universe taking on the predator route? Um, is that, is, is, is that something that's happening or is that just something that campfire is just inquiring about like a movie? Like, uh, I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I can tell you this. Uh, I, I watched Prey again. I fucking love that movie. I really yeah, do. No, it's, it's incredible. It's an awesome movie. I I thought that movie was really good the second time I watched it. It's it's like Turok a little bit. I remember those games I played when I was a kid for Nintendo. Yeah, I literally just went back and beat those games again. Yeah. And it's yeah. got that Turok Dinosaur Hunter vibe kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. I like Prey. I, that's That could be my second or third favorite one. Uh, I mean, I love the first one. I like two. I, I like I like it probably as much as two. I it's a damn good movie, and I I'm not really like super protective over the look of the predators and stuff of that. I don't really have like a kinship to the character of the predator as much because I, I I always tell people you, you may not love the predator the first movie. You you may you, you gotta realize that's an Arnold Schwarzenegger film. That's probably a big part of why you love it. It's not just. You know, it's oh, it's the the predators. That's an Arnold Schwarzenegger film, which I think is something that you know you gotta you gotta take into consideration. Not that the predator doesn't look fucking great in that first movie, but I'm I don't have like this allegiance to where they have to look the exact same way about something um, as the first movie. But in terms of just like a damn good movie, I thought Prey was just bad to the bone, and it's just a shame. I would have died to have seen that in the theater. Would have loved to have seen it. Yeah, I, I look, man, I don't know what 20th Century Fox is doing. I, I really don't. That's like, Disney, I, right? Yeah, it, it's is it because it was an R rated movie? Like, is it? I, I think they had a deal with Hulu, so that was like part of it. But, like, dude, can like, can we just like, can we not like, can we stop this? Like, I understand why this was all the rage two years ago, it's not anymore. Like, movies are back, like, theaters are back, and like. We, we got to stop living in this bubble of like, oh, you know, well, we got used to putting everything day and date or just making it a four streaming movie. Look at Hellraiser 2022. That movie could have jump started new sequels in the Hellraiser franchise, but we're never going to know because it's never going to get a sequel because it didn't go to theaters to make any fucking money. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, there's no way to gauge the success. Like, well, it was watched a lot in its first week. Okay. And? What you could have made mean? tens yeah. of millions of dollars putting it in theaters. Yeah, it's just it's bullshit, man. Like I'm just over it. Like, and what's gonna happen with the Predator franchise? Prey was a great movie. Doesn't have any box office receipts, so who knows if they'll move forward with it? Maybe another ten years, and we'll just get another reboot. We don't need that. Like this is a good foundation to build off of. Let's let's do another one. Like, come on. Like, what are we waiting for? I just it's stupid. I know it really. It's 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 sad because it's like how do you gauge? That's another thing is how do these, I want to understand the business of the streaming crap. You know, how do these people make these, make money with streaming deals and stuff? And, you know, there was talk about they were going to make more Texas Chainsaw Massacre films because that one had people, a lot of people watched on Netflix. But what are the metrics for that anymore? It it means nothing. 
I mean, it, it really means nothing. What what a lot of people don't understand is when it comes to these streaming movies, movies and these shows, the profitability is not based off of how much it wa- it's watched. They do look at how much things are watched to see if it's in demand, but they don't make any money off of that. What they make money off of is the initial purchase. The initial right. purchase of like, we're purchasing this property that is worth this much, that this much money went into. We're only purchasing it for this much. So in a weird kind of tax write-off, weird fucking corporate way, they're making a little bit of money here, a little bit of money there for purchasing things at a discounted rate. And then they put it out and a lot of people watch it. And that's that's great. But it, yes, Akeem, Disney Plus is different. Like, well, I want to have this conversation yeah, I want to have this conversation with that team. I, I'm so inclined to want to understand the metrics of the streaming industry. But like, for example, I know with Hellraiser, with Hulu's deal with it, they made money off of the purchase. I do know that for a fact. I can't remember what the net was. They they netted a few million off of the purchase. So mm-hmm. it was already profitable for Hulu. Right. And then they just put it out into the world. And it was the third most watched thing on Hulu the week it came out, which guys... This is a fucking Hellraiser reboot. That's a pretty big deal. Like Hellraiser's not Freddie Michael or Jason. Like that's a big deal. And still, they just they're not doing anything with it. Cause the way Hulu was like, is like, we made our money when we purchased it. Like we we don't need to do anything else. Like, I mean, we if you know, if another company wants to come along and make a sequel to it and put it in theaters, cool, good for them. But um, yeah, I mean, it's it's also I think a thing that Disney Plus does that's a lot of these streaming services don't do that benefits them is and I kind of get pissed off by it, but I don't know because we've been spoiled weekly release. You got to keep your subscription if a season of a show is going on for three months. Right. You got to keep it. Whereas Stranger Things comes out, watch it all in a week and say, fuck you, Netflix. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's, well, what are your thoughts on the Netflix? uh is that going to happen? Because I know they started doing that in some other countries, this like internet based subscription model where like you're going to be locked basically to prevent password sharing. They're doing, they're taking measures to stop it. Um, I just, man, I, I don't, I, I, I wonder if that's going to come to America because they've, the, the outrage for that has been pretty loud and don't, don't be surprised if it does. No, yeah. Not. But I will say this about that. If that is your way that you're going to compete in the streaming wars, good luck. <laughs> good luck. If you really think that's going to make it, not only is it bad PR, it's not going to make enough of a difference. It's just really not like, I mean, a, a single Netflix subscription is really not that much money. And if there's a specific show that somebody wants to watch, Stranger Things, for example, they're going to start a subscription for a week and then cancel it. They'll pay one month to see a show if they really want to watch it, but they're not going to keep the service. So I just don't know where Netflix gets off thinking this is going to change life for their company. But hey, if you want the backlash from people, have at it. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. Um, Damn it. I had something I was just about to bring up and now I can't remember what it was. Son of a bitch. Oh, um, I had a few people send me a picture of something, and I wanted you to check with your guy um, from Spirit. Uh, the The big thing this year is they're going to do sidesteppers. And I could, my phone's in, in the movie room, but 
the big thing that they're talking about this year is having these little sidesteppers of Ghostface, Leatherface, and Chucky. Now, somebody sent me pictures, and they look like they look legitimate pictures of a Leatherface sidestepper and a Ghostface sidestepper. So, can you find out if those are uh, legitimate? Because the the Leatherface one looked really cool, and it had a picture. It had a it had um pretty lady mask on him uh well i can tell you i talked to him a week ago and uh he just got back from uh new jersey uh, a little over a week ago so they had their annual uh beginning of the year meeting um so if that kind of stuff just came out that you got pictures of that would kind of honestly be perfect timing because they just had their meeting of what they're rolling out for this year. So I will follow up with him. I know he's in bed right now because he gets up at the ass crack of dawn. Um, but uh, I'll follow up with him and see what he has to say. I mean, I know he'll tell me if, if that's true or not, and I'll let you know. So, you know, you can run with that and be like, Hey guys, these are coming, but yeah, they just had their corporate visit. Uh, usually at the end of February is when all the zone managers and whatnot, they all go to New Jersey to the fucking home ship and basically they meet with the president and CEO and everybody and everything gets rolled out that they're doing this year. They get word of everything they're doing. And uh, I would assume there's, there's gotta be some big ghost face tie-ins this year. Yeah. I, I um, not that I want to talk about him per se on our show, but somebody just said that they saw that Lee didn't like scream six and somebody said, Whoa, that's nuts. Lee usually loves everything. <laughs> oh no shit. Really? <laughs> I mean, I'm not watching any review till I see it, spoiler free or not. But no, uh, um, but I, I'm gonna go to his Twitter right now just to see if he made a tweet about it because I'm doing that stream with him Friday. And uh, there's a video on YouTube of the Leatherface sidestepper for Halloween 2023. Oh, nice! Yeah, it looked really cool because it had a pretty lady's face mask on it and everything. So I was like, guys, oh, that's that's so cool. The screenshot for Lee out of the theater doesn't look very promising. He doesn't look happy. Uh, I don't know. Lee, Lee, I don't, I, you know, he didn't like spiral and I, he broke my heart on that one. Um, you like anyway, spiral? Sure. It's fine. It's fine for like the 13th saw or whatever it was. Um, I wish Tubi wouldn't edit their movies down to nothing. What do you mean? Tubi's awesome. Tubi has everything. Uh, it's got you know uh i'm still waiting for like that 800 bucks so we could do hobgoblin i can't believe hobgoblins 2 got made apparently a bunch of people did like a gofundme for oh, like God. that movie and they paid the director all this money yeah was Jaden one of them <laughs> the, the Jaden pitch in uh Jaden says dude spencer has some really nice realistic chucky and tiffany dolls for like 70 bucks can we get one for leprechaun he has no collectibles um I need to, I haven't been in, have you been in Spencer's in a while? I mean, I haven't been in Spencer's in some time, honestly. Oh dear. No, I have, I haven't been in a really long time. You work there, right? Yeah. You, I was a, I was a shift supervisor there. I right, tell, before. tell, look, we're at an hour and 11 minutes. We still got a little bit to go. I let's just do some story time and just let's have a good rest of the show. Tell me the average day of working at Spencer's and 
the ups and downs and, and was it even a good job to have? <laughs> I'm serious because I obviously I, I would imagine working at Spirit would be a much better place. But then again, oh, it yeah. may not. I think it could depend on who you're working with at Spirit, too. Uh, no, that's not true, Jaden. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Spencer's was, yeah, it was the spirit. I was surrounded by Halloween stuff and I got to dress up all the time while I was at work and listen to Halloween music. And like, I could give people advice on all this shit. Cause it was like my favorite stuff. Like it, it was, it's still my favorite job I've ever had. Um, Spencer sucked. I mean, it sucked because Spencer's are always in the mall. Um, it's a it's a smaller store. It's very confined. You're dealing with, I would say, 75% of the foot traffic you get in your store. They're not even buying anything. It's just teenagers. It's kids. Um, you're just not as passionate about the stuff because half of the stuff they sell in the store, you just don't give a shit about. It's just very monotonous. No, I, I did not like. I did not like working at Spencer's. I have some stories that are quite insane uh the girl that i dated from 17 to 19 uh i had to work on black friday uh and i had to work from 10 p.m to 10 a.m i got the shit shift <laughs> and um she came in at like 3 a.m to shop on black friday that uh that night with uh the guy that and her and i were still together that she was cheating on me with uh at that time uh and came in that day to break up with me uh <laughs> on Friday while I was working while she was with the dude she was cheating on me with. So that was a fun story. Um, the, um, we had an associate get fired because he went, uh, one night on a late night shift. I can't remember if it was a holiday or something where we were open later and, uh, they were slower and he took, um, a flashlight and went into the office and <laughs> fucked the flashlight. <laughs> and then, and then, uh, <laughs> and then put it back and didn't think anybody would know, even though we had to like check a lot of these things. And, uh, it was, the seal was broken, obviously. And then, you know, all it took was a good look at the cameras and, uh, we saw that, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, who has the conversation with this guy? Uh, that, that was corporate, uh, corporate. They, yeah. Yeah. They, they brought the, one of the big wigs from corporate. Her name was Lisa. She was a bitch. Um, yeah. Surprise. Yeah, no. And, uh, but I mean, she was definitely right to be a bitch in that instance. Cause that was, and actually, no, no, it was, uh, that is not my story. I quit Spencer's, uh, because one day in January I was depressed as fuck. Cause me and that girl had just broken up and that was the longest relationship I'd ever had. And, um, so I did not have a desire to work, but one day I went there and I was on my way home and I stopped at her place to try to talk to her. And in her apartment complex, my transmission went out. So Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I had to have somebody come pick me up and I had to leave my car in her apartment complex. And so that was awkward. And, uh, I called off the next day because I was like, my transmission went out. Like, I can't, like, I literally can't get there. And right. she was like, well, if you don't show up, you're fired. And I was like, all right, well, then I just quit. So, and didn't you, yeah. didn't you say that they tried to tell you, well, fuck you, you can't work for Spirit Halloween anymore? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Since it's the sister company of Spencer's, uh, they were like, well, if you quit Spencer's, then you're barred from Spirit. So there was a few years there where I could not work at Spirit, even though I wanted to. And I was just waiting for Steve to get his own manager job. Because once he got his own manager job, he could override any of that. And uh, 
he eventually got one of the year-round zone manager jobs, which there's only like 40 of, and yeah. he got one of them. And as soon as he did, he reached out to me, said, I'm a zone manager now. If you want to come back, I can override it. And I was like, cool. So I came back that following year. Dude, yeah, they fucking blacklisted me. <laughs> and I didn't even fuck a fleshlight. Like, like <laughs> that's not yeah, that that they can forgive that. Yeah, uh, your transmission blew up and your girlfriend in two years just dumped you. You kind of sucks right now. Like and now, I get blacklisted, fuck you. Now let me ask you this. So, like the people that would come in and buy sex toys. Were they? Oh, oh my God! You just reminded me of another story that that is pertinent to this. Go ahead. Go ahead. Once a month, we had an older woman come in, and she was a motherfucking cougar. Okay, and uh, she came in once a month to buy a plethora of sex toys mm-hmm. and lingerie and stuff like that. And she always came in and like a leather fucking suit with high heels <sighs> and everything. Woman. Like <laughs> this was a fucking dominatrix if I've ever seen one. But she was hot. And she was freaky and she was very, very fun to, to, you know, to, to talk to. Uh, but yeah, we saw her once a month. She uh, probably kept us in business. She, did she ever make small talk or was it, she was like business, like she got in, she got what she needed, then she left or. Yeah. I mean, she, she, no, yeah, she would talk to us. You could tell she was very, she didn't give a shit. Like she was very confident in what she was doing. She knew, she knew what she was there for. We knew what she was there for. So it was just kind of like, I'm here to buy some fucking butt plugs and, and giant dildos. And we're just like, all right, you buy them. How's it going? I I remember when they would have like all the funny, like happy birthday sex cards and stuff. And it would just be naked dudes with their, their wangs hanging down and stuff. And like, yeah, I don't see like when I go to Spencer's now, I need to go out of my way. I go maybe two or three times a year just because they like, they all have some cool horror stuff. But like back in the day, man, I just remember my buddy, <laughs> we dared him to buy the candy thong. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> and he bought the candy thong. And they I was in, like, shit, they do. They're disgusting. Yeah. I was in, we were in drumline. And so we were playing. We're playing a team where we had to go past. We were going to a city where the mall was. So the bus was taking us to the town and we we pulled into the mall to eat. They just dropped us off. We got out the bus to eat. And, you know, we're 16, 17 year old idiot kids. So we, we go to the Spencer's and we convince everybody, dude, buy the candy thong. And so he buys it. And then we get back on the bus and it, we're going to the game. And we're all daring him like to start eating the thong, and it was just the most disgusting, dude. It was the most disgusting thing. The thong was on like this, like this, like, like it was old too. It must have been on the shelf for a long time. It was like this yellow tinged string with oh, yeah. like, like sweet tarts, but they were tasteless. And he's just eating the thing, and we're all just gagging. Yeah. It was disgusting. Yeah, no, those things are nasty. Um, <laughs> that was back in my prime, man. When I worked at Spencer's, uh, I. <laughs> I got a uh, one one day this this <laughs> I, I, when I was when I was like 18, 19, 20, 21, that era, dude, I fucking loved alt girls. Like alt girls were my thing. Like if you came in, your hair was dyed, you had piercings and tattoos and stuff and like gauges, I was like I love you. And there was one time this girl came in and she was walking around the store forever just looking at stuff and it's like kept like looking at me and I was like, dude, I'm just going to shoot my shot. So when she finally bought something, she came up and I wrote my number on the receipt and put it in the bag, which is heavily frowned upon. Don't do that. Um, and I would never do that now, but she did end up texting me and I did end up taking her on a date. So that, that was, uh, 
that yeah that was cool i i definitely hit on those girls at, at spencer's yes uh but i was like 19 you know fresh out of a breakup justin so i was just kind of trying to sow my wild oats uh never got with the uh with the leather lady never never got with the, I, I don't know if i would have been able to keep up some of the shit she bought i i did not want to be subjected to that maybe she's watching <laughs> leather lady are you out there yeah i'm not her <laughs> name either i i just felt like that would have been weird like what's your name like uh, no I, uh, but yeah there were i mean there were some there were some really cool stories uh from working at that place for a job that I hated so much. I mean, so much. It was awful. Like it was, it sucks so bad. Don't work anywhere at a mall. Like I, yeah. I mean, I've, I've ran the gambit myself. I did the fast food restaurants I've done. I man, KFC was the sickest job I've ever had, but I never worked in a mall. Um, I'm glad I didn't just, I, I would imagine it would just ruin malls for you too. Like, you know, you just yeah. never want to visit them anymore. Most people don't even go to malls anymore anyway, but, you know, uh, Devin, I didn't give you guys the end of that story with the person that I ended up giving my phone number to. So anyway, but uh, the the leather lady. Yes. I, I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe. But like the moment you pull out like a two foot double sided dildo, like <laughs> I, I'm i going to be really scared and I'm going to want to go. home. <laughs> so, yeah, she might have just been a collector, dude. <laughs> yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But uh, yeah, dude, no, it does. It really does ruin malls for you because like you hear the same music over and over you see the same people you deal with a bunch of fucking shitty teenagers that are just coming into your store to steal shit and like that's i i hate having a job where most of our business isn't even business it's just people walking in and being wanting to look at shit and try to steal stuff like it is so it's just awful I hate dude it. did you see portland oregon is shutting down the last like remaining walmarts that they have because the the theft is so bad that they can't they're just like fuck it we can't do it. Man. You know they can fix that, Nick? You know they can fix that? Have fucking cashiers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have cashiers. Yeah. You got 25 fucking checkout lanes and one open. One Dude, open. You know people just do the old... They do the old... Like, they'll swipe one thing, and then they'll reach around, yeah. put it in, swipe, and then they'll, they'll go... They'll, like, back it up so it doesn't hit that scan. Dude, Dude. it's nationwide. Any Walmart you go to, there's one lane open. It doesn't make <laughs> any sense. Dude, the self-checkouts at my Walmart are backed up to the grocery section. Like, and there's never... At the, it's... Why do you have... Why do you have 74 cash registers if none of them are open? But but it's Christian, hard to feel bad for Walmart. It really is hard to feel bad for them. Fuck Walmart. That's a fucking cult. It's a you cult. know what I mean. And yeah, no, yeah. And, but it's not even just that. It's it's literally like okay. You, well, Rudy said I was wrong. I just saw that they were closing stores. So excuse me if it was the last. Thing. I didn't realize yeah, Rudy, Portland Rudy had a. An, or, yeah, he's a Portland native. Okay. So he, yeah. But he still, they're shutting down Walmart because of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and it's just insane. But let's keep hiring door greeters. Like, like, no, with, dude. I want to interview. This has nothing to do with horror, but I want to do an interview one day where we bring on people that did. Uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, asset protection. Uh, you know oh, where yeah, the people yeah. have to like try to. Mm -hmm. Dude, you. I think it's in San Francisco. If it's under a thousand dollars, like, have you seen the people going into Walgreens with the backpacks and just loading shit up? Like, yeah. what the fuck is going on in this country, dude? It's crazy. <laughs> They're just stealing shit, and yeah, they can't—they don't hey, touch them. 
this has been going on forever though. It has. I mean, it's it just, it's just like people just get more emboldened. <laughs> like we're just a generation now where it's like, you know, especially there's just a lot of people like we're, we're a very entitled species. Like we just are. Yeah. Like, let's, let's call it like it is. And like, eventually you get away with something <laughs> so much people just get emboldened. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm bringing in a duffel bag. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Do the shit people try to steal. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if you're the same way, dude. I, as I've gotten older and it's not even necessarily, I don't even check the prices on the stuff anymore. I love going, I love shopping at target. I love going into target because it's comfortable. And like me and Sydney will go to target every, we don't have one in our hometown, but we'll go to target like every weekend or so dude. And just it, the, the vibe in target is unmatched. It's so chill. We'll just go in there and shop and walk around for like an yeah. hour, and it just feels so nice in there. I love Target. Target's very nice. Target's very nice. I, I really do like Target. I've always really liked Target. Um, but it, yeah, Jaden said it. It's not. It's not cheap. Uh, it definitely is not cheap, um, and will never be mistaken as such. But uh, I really like Target a lot. Uh, Walmart. I just feel like as a company, they just don't care anymore. Like it just seems like they just don't give a shit. Like no. they're just kind of like, we're so, we're, we're so, I don't know. We're so big now. We're so profitable. Who gives a shit? Like we're a Walmart. Well, you know what I'm fixing to do, dude? Sydney's been bugging me about doing it and I'm just going to do it. I got to get that damn Sam's card, that Sam's club card, dude. And yeah. just go in there and buy groceries. You, for got a month. A, you got a Costco card. I don't have a Costco. I wish I had a Costco. We have one in, in, in my town. I, I've been thinking about getting one forever. Like I really yeah. haven't thinking, but I haven't, I haven't done it yet. I mean, you, we, you, whenever we go to visit her, her parents, like we'll go with them to target and not target to Sam's club. And like mm -hmm. he pays 50, you pay 50 bucks for the year and you go in there and do this, you get ready for this. This is what's awesome about Sam's. Club. I, I can't believe we're getting more viewers while talking about this. Hello to all, <laughs> all 131 of you guys. Um, please drop a like on the show. If you don't mind, we, this is what's crazy. We would we the last time we went to Sam's Club, Bill, which is my father-in-law, he has his phone on him. No, no, no. There's a scan thing on the on the carts now, and you sign into the app on your phone, and you your phone will pull up this thing, and it's like a barcode. You scan the barcode on the phone with a scanner, boom. And mm. so every time you pick something up that you want, and I guarantee you, Costco probably does the same thing. As you're shopping and you put something in your cart, you scan it and it updates on your app and you don't have to wait in line to check out. Once you're done and you have everything scanned, you can press pay on your phone and it'll pay it and it'll show like a digital receipt and you walk out, you show the woman by the door you're, or the man, it's not always a woman, but if you show the person by the door your receipt, you don't have to wait in line anymore. And sit, I, Dude, I'm fixing to just bring an ice chest with me when we go shopping drive 25 30 minutes to my sam's club and get a month's worth of groceries i'm just gonna buy like seven cases of those dinosaur nuggets and just Dude. call it a fucking day i always have, i have dino nuggets right now in the freezer you that's damn right what, those are my kids nuggets and i eat them too but they're good i just say they're for my kid you gotta get you've got to get the tyson ones though yes they're, they're pricier but i'm sorry there's certain things i have to do name you have brand, yeah you and that is oh you're damn right um, yeah. do you air fry them or do you just put them in? We have an air fryer. Dude, come on. Of course I air fry. You got the air fryer? Okay, because yeah. I yeah, do I love my air fryer. I Although got I, I like I like in the oven. 
I do like in the oven too. And I like them crispy. I don't know about you. I, I cook those suckers. I mean, I like, I like some crunch. Yeah, me too. Me too. Um, what kind of fry guy are you? Do you get the Oritas, the uh, I'm, I'm rallies? A, it's the rallies fries. It's, it's still my favorite. For, I don't know. McDonald's fries are fucking fire when they're fresh. But yeah, I love. I actually had rallies for dinner tonight. So yeah, no, I, I really do like rallies fries. Um, that's usually my. Go- I think I actually have a bag of those in my freezer right now. What's the deal though? Because I've seen on my bag of them, it'll say rallies. Carl's Jr. Is that the same thing? And they just call it. Yeah, different? it's reg- it's regional. Yeah. So Why? like, in, I don't know. In Florida, it's Carl's Jr. Where my, my mom is, but it's the same. It's like the same menu. It, it, so like, I don't get it. All right. Well, listen, we're at an hour and thirty. Let's end the show on a bang. Top well, hold three. On. Hold on. Before okay. you ask that, I just wanted to let the audience know Christian had a new idea that we're going to be starting, guys. I did. Do you want to? Do you want to tell them about breaking bread? Breaking bread. Okay, so yeah, I brought Nick on this. I, I of course Nick. I was gonna have Nick be on it, but I was like, well, if Nick's gonna do it with me, we may as well make it a Unita thing. So I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna make this group DM thing so we can book a date. But it's gonna be, perceivably, perceivably me, Nick, uh, Brandon, Tabato Vision, um, maybe the entirety of the Red Pack, like Garrett, Justin, and Mel. Uh, I'm gonna invite Piz Owl. Um, and a few other people, and we're going to do a thing called Breaking Bread. And episode one, I wanted it to be Burger King. So what we're going to do is we're going to set up a stream. And what I really think would be cool is if the people that watch, and if you watch the show with us and you get food too, send me a picture and we'll post it on the, uh, the obviously we'll post it on the Unita Instagram. So we're going to have dinner together and we're just going to talk. It's like we're all YouTubers. We all make videos. Why can't we break bread together? So we're going to have dinner and just do a show with each other. And it's going to be really fun. So I'm going to book that. I just thought it was a silly idea, but I I was like, that sounds fun. And I think the audience would dig it too. So, yeah, you guys can see me uh, get fat and pork out (laughs) fast food on on stream. So. So um, I apologize. So you went in with a bang. What's what's the bang? Well, first off, I just want to say I'm really I don't know what it is. With I have good internet. I have I checked my 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 plan. I have my internet's not super cheap. It's like a hundred and something bucks. But for some reason, this Ethernet, it's either the Ethernet cable, whatever, it it just shorts out. And so sometimes it's really good. And tonight it was acting up, so I was like, screw it, let me just go in here, which I don't think anybody cares if I'm in my kitchen doing the show. But um I apologize about that, but thank you guys for understanding and, and dealing with it. Um next week. We'll have the St. Patty's episode, I'm sure, and I, I imagine we'll do something Scream Six related. If not, God knows, you the viewers are going to have so many goddamn videos about Scream Six. You'll probably be burnt out on it, regardless. But you know, we'll see. We'll play it by ear. Um, I like to make the podcast a fun thing where we kind of set. I don't want to say we set trends, but God knows, we had a lot of people talking about uh, Hellraiser too. The other the other week which i think was really cool i think it's awesome when people will send us pictures like just listen to uni oh i just i am so proud of that scream three episode because you know i was a big i i talked a lot of shit about that movie and i thought it's i thought it's a good movie 
Um, and it seemed like a lot of people were like, I, you know what? I got a few messages. So, you know what? I, I listened to the episode. You know what? It's really not that bad. I thought it, and it's not, I, I really like scream three. So, you know, I could end up liking that one more than two as time goes on, to be honest with you. Um, but it's that's neither here nor there. The ghost mom. It's, it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. And, um, you know, it's just it's it, it was really it was really a, a fun episode for me to watch that movie and be like, damn it, Christian. You know, sometimes you just got to rewatch this stuff because I've to me, it always seems like if you feel a certain way about a movie, the longer time goes by that that feeling exaggerates to the either more of a negative or positive way. Naturally, I think a lot of people are like that. So I was really proud of that episode. And it's crazy how good those scream episodes did uh, watch time wise and view wise. So that was awesome. Um. But anyway, we're going to do more lives. You know, I try to make them special events when we do live Unitas, even if we have nothing to talk about. But anyway, so we have every just I'm sure you guys have the bell dong for Nick's channel. I'm sure you have, guys have the bell dong for my they channel. They don't. They don't. They do. They do. They, they don't like me. Um, so just know that, you know, we'll, we'll I'm sure we'll we'll have our screen videos up this week and I'm going to be doing more of those. I think I'm going to do top 10 2000s horror movies, which is going to be fun. But anyway, um, I want to end the show with this top three fast food joints. And the reason I want to ask this is because I anticipate a lot of people will have a different answer. And the reason I think they might have a different answer is because depending on where you live, you could just have the shittiest staff imaginable and it'll ruin your perception of a fast food joint. So, yeah, wow. I, can, I can tell you what I think the number one fast food restaurant is of all time. Um, for me, it's Taco Bell, and it'll probably always be Taco Bell. Taco Bell gets points for always being consistent and having Baja Blast year-round. Um, mm -hmm. But, dude, I don't know. That's hard. I will tell you one thing. I wouldn't put McDonald's in the top three. I, I just wouldn't. I like their fries. I think their fries are incredible. Um, they can be. That's for sure. Yes. Uh, their burgers are just fine, I guess. Yes, I think it's particularly good at all. I'm a, I'm gonna throw Wendy's in the top three. I'm gonna throw Wendy's. In the, I think Wendy's chicken is really good. Their salads are really good. I they have all those lemonades that are just fucking fire. I'm throwing Wendy's in there. I am. Now, do you think Wendy's has the best chicken sandwich? Yeah, uh, without question. Of the major fast food chains, yes, I would agree. Yes, I best would absolutely agree. Too. Their nuggets are awesome. Yeah. Um, what's up, Keith? Good to see you, buddy. Keith says uh, Chick Fil A, dude. I don't get the appeal of Chick Fil A either. I don't either. I get and pissed off around when I get here. Pissed. Raising canes, people are obsessed with canes, and I'm just like, dude, I just don't get it. Canes for me can be good if you get it fresh. Other times, dude, I'll be pissed off. But if I get my stuff from them fresh, I'm good. For me, it's T Bell. I would agree. Wendy's Wendy's is underrated as as fuck. Quite honestly, um, they have the best chicken sandwich. Whenever I, when th there's one thing I can say, if me and Sydney don't want to cook, or she doesn't want to cook, or if we don't feel like getting groceries, and I'm like, "What do you want to eat?" If I say Wendy's chicken sandwich, no chance she's gonna ever say no. Yeah. Um, but we have. I I really think we have the worst Burger King in in uh, South in the Southern Hemisphere, dude. Our Burger King is trash. Um. So, which just sucks because that's that's the that's the episode i want to do for breaking bread but um 
I don't know. I'm seeing a lot of love for five guys and I um, can't do it. Their burgers are good, but their fries are always soggy. And I, I, I and do they, do they make them homemade? Do they actually they do. slice their taters? They do. I give them credit for that, but yeah, no, I just, their fries are always soggy. <laughs> and I'm like, come on. I need some crunch to my fucking fries. Like it's just too much to ask. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We got to have one more. I mean, if we both agree that Wendy's and Taco Bell deserve to be in there, what's the third one? I think there needs to be an underdog in there. Um, yeah. See, you can't, you can't really talk to this because I believe it's just a Southern thing. I love me some Whataburger. Uh, any of my Southern folks watching? Oh, I've had Whataburger. Um, my, mom, my mom lives in Florida. So oh, okay, I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't even know that. I thought it was just a Texas thing. They must be starting to finally branch out. Do you I, have I, Jack in the Box? Oh my, yeah, and it's good as fuck. Now, the, when I went to Jack in the Boxes as a kid, you could. That was like one of the only places I think where you could actually get tacos, a burger, or chicken nuggets. Is it the yes. same? Yes. Dude, that's insane. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Uh, I will. Uh, let me just say this. To any of my uh, California listeners, I'm sorry. In and out, over fucking rated. I've never had In and Out, dude. Their their menu is so small too. It's like four things. Like it's literally like four things, and it's just like. And <laughs> I had to try it while I was in Southern California because, like, it's just what you do. You know, you see In and Out in movies and stuff all the time. So you're like, oh, right. I'm in I'm in Hollywood. I'll I'll do it. It was fine. Like it wasn't bad, but I was like, why is everybody so crazy about this? Like it's just whatever like i don't know yeah um i don't know what number three would be how about we just let number three be whatever is like a cool spot you got locally that's probably Dude, I, better than most of the places we've already reminded mentioned. me i'd put jack in the box in there i really would I i'd be okay with that fire yeah. even though i don't have one i oh i have one in, there's one in kilgore texas which is about an hour and some change from me so i i'd be okay with that because i like jack in the box a lot yeah crusty crab <laughs> um what a show um i like going off the beaten path for this so um <clears throat> i want to thank everybody for uh showing out because there's a lot of people streaming tonight and we did really good tonight uh really really good so do me a favor guys please drop a like on the show before you go um you guys i love you guys but y'all kill me sometimes we'll have 130 people in here the stream will get done it has 23 likes on it come yeah. on guys i'm begging yeah. you drop a goddamn like on the like video that sometimes man it really is <laughs> uh i get it i get it. some people watching their tv they don't have their phones on them but yeah for real thank you guys so much um we're nearing 100 episodes it's just crazy to think about it really is crazy to think about i mean wow it feels like just yesterday we just started but um no man i think uh i think we're we're gonna get there pretty quick and before we know it'll be 200 so um, we got, we're going to have some guests lined up, guys. A little bit slower than what we wanted it to be this year. But the truth is, it's just hard. You know, it's hard to get in touch with these people now. And um, I've, I've made some efforts to reach out to some people, but I'm not even going to bring it up because I don't want to jinx myself. Uh, but I've got some stuff in the works myself and good guests, and we'll make it happen. But it thank you, guys. tell me. So. <clears throat> I'll tell you when we get done because this is stuff I worked on, like, this morning before I went to sleep. So. Okay. It's brand new stuff. But again, it's just like, dude, I'm superstitious. So, but I'll tell you, you. I'll tell you. you. Thank you guys. Have a great night. Next time we see you, we will, we all will have seen Scream. And time out. 
I'm already saying this. Zero chance. I'm not going to fucking love this movie. Zero chance. I'm so team Jenna Ortega. It's not even funny. So he's zero in, chance. He, he's going into this like he went into Halloween ends. I'm going to like this fucking movie. Oh, of I am. Yeah. And so, you are too. I know you I, are. I, yeah, I am too. I, I, I'm honestly preparing myself for this to be my second favorite. Like serious. Like, I really I'm, preparing, I'm preparing this to be my favorite movie ever made. Hey, hey. <laughs> Fuck it. We'll leave it at that, guys. All right, guys. We love y'all. We'll see you next time. Don't say anything.